This is Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Chris from Watches. Chris Watches. Pretty Little Liars. I think I am going to take a short break after season two. I'm definitely crawling on my hands and knees to the finish line here. It's a bit of a slog. And not that I am not enjoying the show. It's just I don't really know where we're going. I got to be honest with you, everybody. Don't quite know where we're headed. Kind of feels like, especially this episode, which we're going to talk to here very shortly, things are going off the wacky end. I don't know what is going on. Kind of, kind of weird, but um, let's just get into it. Let's just not waste any more time. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's a... So, A Kiss Before Lying? A Kiss Before Lying. Uh, we have a pre- on our previously on Money in the Lasagna Box, which I thought was all taken out. Uh, I don't know why I was confused by this, but anyway, the cash in the lasagna box, um, we get a reminder that Holden exists with his Josh Groban hair. Angry Garrett, uh, spoiler alert, Garrett gets only angrier uh, in, in today's episode. Uh, Garrett versus Caleb, we already see that uh, dynamic shaping up. We're reminded that Ezra and Arya smoochy smooched in the rain. Uh, Maya mentions uh, the ex-boyfriend, uh, which raises Emily's eyebrows, which will continue on this episode. Reminder that Kate's coming to Rosewood and that Caleb has a copy of the USB drive. So we cut to, I believe this is Spencer's house, right? Uh, we're seeing the video. Hannah's not amongst them. Caleb's trying to get better images of it. Uh, we see that it's the alley box that uh, Al, uh, Aria got from Jason DeLaurentis. Uh, Hannah starts calling everybody. She calls Aria first, then Emily, then Caleb, then Spencer. Everyone red X's her, so Hannah's a little upset. But actually, though, Spencer does take the call. And so Spencer's like, I got to talk to uh, her. She walks away. We'll get to that in a moment. No, actually, this happens right away because someone drops something in the background and yells, Emily. (laughs) So, you know, Spencer's trying to talk to Hannah. Of course, now she knows. Hannah knows that they're all lying to her. I I would say the liars in this episode are definitely acting a little less intelligent than normally are. Normally, the liars obviously are a step behind a... This episode, they felt like they were making really careless mistakes. I I didn't really understand what was happening. Everyone was just being sloppy, which I get. You know, it's episode 18 of season two. Maybe they're just tired. Uh, We see Allison had a fake ID, and in all caps, circled it two times. Fake ID, and they're like, oh, I didn't know Allison had a fake ID where she had dark hair. Folks, witness protection that theory is becoming more and more real to me than ever before witness protection um so everyone's gonna be like hey okay so we have this uh dark hair picture of ally we don't know why cannot wait to talk about her alternative name uh emily's like hey i'm gonna meet up with maya so she takes off ari's gonna take off and talk and hang out with holden and uh spencer's like oh i thought we'd hang out and ari's like hey holden and i are becoming friends and then spencer says so you haven't heard from ezra and it turns out Ari is lying to her friends about her smooch with Ezra. Uh, and I put, what the fuck in my notes? Like, why is she lying to her friends about this? Spence reveals she hasn't talked to Toby. She dropped the truck off back at their parents' house, uh, at her at Toby's parents' house. And she starts getting upset. Ari gives her a hug. And there's a little allusion to lying, to lying right? Spencer, like, hates lying. Some, something about lying comes up. And Ari's like, well, sometimes it's you have to lie to friends to protect, to protect them. Oh, that's right, because Spencer was feeling guilty about this whole Hannah lying bit. So um, we cut to Ezra and Arya in a car. I guess they're having a car date. Ugh, I don't know. I, I, I'm getting less tolerant of this coupling every time I see them. For some reason, they both still believe somehow the Montgomerys are going to turn their opinion around. You know, Ezra's like, I thought your mom was thawing. And Arya's like, yeah, she's she's warming up. But but she makes it clear, Byron, not thawing. You know, this is just this is just a fantasy land these two are living in, that the parents of Arya are somehow to be like, you know what? We had a talk. We're okay with a grown man dating our high school daughter. We we realize our mistake here, and 
you know what, we're gonna true love's gonna win here. I, I, I just don't understand why they think this. This is a real thing. Cut to Hannah's. It's just mom and Hannah having a chat because the, all the liars were looking at Caleb's video. And they keep talking about the snake in the room, as uh, they so eloquently put it. Kate's coming to town, evil Kate. And uh, Ashley says to Hannah, hey, let's take the high road. Let's try to be Kate's friend. Tom actually had a talk with Kate and said, hey, be nice to Hannah. Cut to post fake date. Uh, Byron is picking up Holden and Arya tonight. Apparently, the Montgomerys are alternating that responsibility. He's like, hey, I got to get some cash from the ATM. He hops out of the car. And Holden and Arya start uh, forming their dinner lie, right? Uh, they talk about the entrees and the sides they had, etc. And Arya says, hey, I just realized this is the third time we're going out this week. And Holden has this little sweet smile. And I'm like, oof. Holden is sneaking into uh, into this love triangle now. I'm starting to see a little spark here. Cut to all four at lunch at school the next day. Hannah's like, what did you all do last night? Like, oh, we studied at Spencer's. So they're lying to Hannah. And then we, we find out Kate is going to show up to school today. And as they're walking to the table, they find out Spencer's wearing Toby's undershirt. Apparently that's her way to cope with the loss of Toby. Kate walks up looking so awkward. And she's like, hi, I'm Kate. They mentioned a teacher that they had together. And this is the first time Spencer and Kate are doing this mean mug thing. Spencer's like, I think I know her. Like you can tell already. She's like, do I know this person? Kate you know, she's like, no. Kate walks away and Hannah starts walking her out and Hannah gets a text message. This is very, very important. Very important. The text is, call off your techno boy toy or I tell the cops what your mom keeps in the lasagna box, A. So let me start by saying, this is an A threat. However, A is scrambling. I thought all that cash was gone. I could be wrong. I thought that cash was gone or they found an alternative hiding spot. I might be wrong, but I think that's old information. Also, as we know, Hannah doesn't know this. And this isn't like A, this is not A being clever. I, I will stand by the statement. A is not being clever here. A does not know. Hannah doesn't know. So A is behind the ball here. And I, I truly believe that the recent change in, in lineup for the A group is weakened A to a point. A, a is not as strong as it used to be. Why this is, it has to do with the thing with Lucas, I think. There is some sort of weakening there. Uh, I think it has something to do with Garrett and Jenna having a fallout. I think there's some shakeup on the A side. Yeah, this is the, one of the weakest texts that A has ever sent. And then uh, we're talking more about the... So we cut to the quad, talking more about this fake ID. And again, I put witness protection. Uh, we see uh, Noel. Well, I'm going to start calling Nola. Nola as in Noel A. And they're like, hey, he's A's new eyes, which is another allusion to Jenna in my opinion, who's already had her surgery and can see, but uh, Noel is is hooping it up in the corner of the quad. Uh, Hannah walks up and they all stop, stop talking about the fake ID and they mention that Kate's being really nice lately. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. A thinks Caleb has the video file. Oh, so Hannah says this to them. Hannah says, A thinks Caleb has the video file. What's up with that? And they're like, oh, they, that's A's probably a step behind. And I, I, I said to myself, A is a step behind. But Hannah's like, there's no way A's a step behind. I kind of also, again, this is why the liars had an off week. They're horrible at lying to Hannah right here. They, you know, they were absolutely horrible at, at hiding the truth from Hannah. I don't know why. It's very uncharacteristic of the liars. But either way, cut to Maya and Emily. We find out uh, my mom's coming to town. Pam's coming to town for a visit, I guess. And Emily insists that Pam is different. Uh, everything's going to be different this time. She's okay with Emily coming out as gay. So she's trying to assure Maya that everything is fine. Uh, Emily and Maya have a smooch. Uh, cut to Kate at lunch. This is at, at school, I guess, the next day, right? Because we were at night at Emily. So I guess we're back the next day. Um, Spencer and Kate are having a chat. And she's like, did I know you're from Maine? So all the liars are talking to Kate. And Spencer's trying to figure out where she knows her from. Uh, Kate's finally like, gotta go. 
Uh, and she runs away. Cut to Emily's locker in the hallway. Uh, there's an evil envelope on her locker. Did you miss me? Creepiest thing someone could do, because Pam's standing there. <laughs> Pam's standing there like, hey, I left you a creepy note on your locker. Uh, I left you uh, some cookies. And so um, they're having a chat, and Pam's like, hey, let's have dinner tonight. Bring all, you know, buy all your friends. And Emily's like, well, they all have plans, but would it be okay if I invited somebody else? And, and Pam's like, who? And she's like, Maya. And Pam goes, mm-hmm. So Pam agrees. Uh, yes, she agrees. I'm not convinced Pam's okay with it, but Pam says, yeah. Cut to the gym. This scene is extremely important. So we're going to detail what I saw because I actually went back and rewatched it because it's important for later. We're in the gym locker room. Aria is waiting for Spencer. So Hannah is on one side, right? She, let's say, let's call it an L-shaped locker room, okay? Hannah is has her phone. We see very clearly she closes the phone, puts her bag in her locker, okay? I looked at the other two extras in the scene, no one we recognize, closes the locker, I do not think she puts a lock on it. Pretty, almost entirely positive that's the case. So bag with phone in locker. She meets up with Arya. and like, Spencer, come on. So then we have a Spencer-Kate scene. And uh, Kate can't get into her locker. She's still in her school clothes, not her gym clothes, right? Unfortunately, that's important for later. I'm sorry to say. Then Spencer confronts her and says, I know where I know you from. I know all my locker combinations. and It would take me some time. Something called the Shacom- Shacomo... Horse Ranch, 2006. There's some incidents, incident, and this is interesting. Melissa, Spencer's sister, and Kate are connected. Kate was in Melissa's, I guess Melissa must have been a camp counselor, and Kate was in her bunk, or in her, like, you know, I don't know what they call those things, but... So, A, that... A, A that's interesting. Let's keep that in our minds, because I, I still maintain Kate's going to join A if she's not already part of A. And then Kate starts saying, what's it going to take for you to not say anything? So we already also have a potential blackmail thing. So if Kate's been already been drafted into the A-Army, we have a piece of blackmail, okay? Spencer, I don't know if Spencer really knows, but I guess there's some incident with a bug bite, which you find out later. But she's like, just, just stay nice to Hannah and everything's fine. And she runs away. At this point, before we leave this scene, note everybody, the locker room is probably empty, if not nearly empty. Kate has not changed into her gym clothes. Cut to, I guess at night, uh, Pam, Emily, Maya dinner. Guess who's in the effing grill? Noel Khan. And I'm going to put, uh, I have this music somewhere. My, my A technology roundup. A technology roundup. I'm kind of kicking myself. Season two, episode 18 for finally figuring this out. He says to Maya, if you have any trouble with this app, I put my name and number in your contacts. This is it, folks. 70, 80, 90% of everything A knows is from this app. We all know that there are apps for our phone that can listen into our conversation. As I'm recording now, I'm sure Instagram is listening to every conversation. So how? So Caleb might have been putting this in, on phones by accident. We don't know. Clearly, Lucas has the capability to do this. Uh, clearly, Noel now knows how to do this. So everyone who has these phones... And whoever's installing this spyware, malware, etc., is basically listening in whenever they want. So anytime we're like, boy, it's really convenient A texted at that time, or it's really convenient A knows this piece of information, it's because they're listening. They're listening on all these phones. <sighs> it really, uh, wow. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I saw this scene, and it makes so much sense. It makes, it actually explains so much of how A does what they do. Yeah. The question is, how many phones are bugged? You know, is it is did Caleb do it intentionally or accidentally? 
how many phones is Noel bugged, how many phones is Lucas bugged. You can assume that on any given moment, A can listen in almost wherever they want. Pretty messed up. Um, anyway, Noel leaves, slithers out of the grill, as he's wont to do. And Maya's like, he's nice. And, Maya, and Emily's like, he's not. The smile takes up half of his face, which is, Emily has some killer lines this episode. That is definitely one of them. Smile takes up half of his face. Love it. And everyone's like, hey, Pam's different now. Um, we cut to Holden and Arya, and they're going to one of their fake dates. And they're both kind of standing there. And it turns out Ezra canceled, for whatever reason, which we find out later why. And we find out Holden's plans canceled. So I wrote in my notes, aw, because it's very clear. Holden has a crush on Arya. He knows what kind of pizza she likes. He knows all these details about her. So accidentally, Holden and Arya are going to have a date. And I have to be honest, folks, I'm kind of shipping these two now. I, I enjoy Holden. I enjoy his energy. I, I think they're good together. Cut back to the grill. Uh, Pam, Maya, and Emily. And Maya's making some jokes. She made it like a, a wee joke about how jazz singers, how jazz musicians smoke weed. Uh, Pam almost quite literally squirming in her seat. Pam is so, again, we knew this from season one. Pam is pretty conservative. So um, any little joke like that is going to make Pam uncomfortable. Um, Maya gets a text and she says, oh, it's my stalker. And Pam's like, what? And she's like, no, I'm kidding. Well, she actually really is not kidding, but she says she's kidding. And then she says, I dated this guy at True North. And you see Emily reacts to this. And, I, and we find out the end of the episode, it's not because of the guy part. Which I, was, I wasn't clear. I wasn't clear last episode and this episode. Is she, is she bothered, Emily bothered by the fact that Maya dated a guy or that she dated somebody else? And we get clarification later on, but yeah. And this is 2010. I don't, I don't know how much... Um, being bisexual was really discussed in media. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm watching this in 2022. It hits me very differently than it would have maybe 12 years ago. I don't know. But uh, as a 2022 viewer, I'm like, oh yeah. Well, Maya's probably just bi or or pan or something. Uh, but you can see Emily reacts to it, and we find out why later. Cut to Hannah and Spencer. Um, Spencer says, "Don't worry about Kate." To Hannah, they're talking about a fish that lures you in, a fangberry, a fang blurry, something like that. And Spencer says, I have to show you this because I want you to know you can trust me. And she shows Hannah this photo. Apparently, this is the photo that Kate's worried about. It's some sort of bug bite photo from camp. Uh, of course, which you never should do when handing your phone to somebody. You need to make sure what phone photos are going to see. So she starts swiping away. Sure enough, Hannah finds the fake alley ID photo. And Spencer just spills it. She's like, sorry, we had Caleb's to work. She just tells her hand everything. We had Caleb's still working on it, right? All, everything. Hannah storms out. She's pissed. Cut back to dinner. Pam walks away. And Emily's like, hey, Maya, what are you doing? The wee joke, you know, not cool. And Maya's like, just relax. I was just making jokes. And then Emily says, you know, why are you bringing up your ex? It's confusing. And then Maya pushes her on it. She says, is it confusing for Pam or confusing for you? Great question. Cut to Ezra at his uh, Eyes Wide Shut party. This is a very creepy party. I'm assuming it's for the school for Hollis, but it's, it's very weird vibes here. Uh, anyway, there's some there's some old dude talking to Ezra. He's like, we gave the opposition at Associate Dean at Hollis. And I already knew, well, they did surprise me. I already knew it was going to be out of state. So sure enough, he's like, this, this position is in Louisiana. So this is a position that would take Ezra to Louisiana, New Orleans. And I put in my notes, goodbye, Ezra. And I have to say, I probably woke up neighbors with this laugh. Because he's like, and I was just like, eh, but I need some time to think about it. And this guy's like, well, I, there's no short list, Ezra. <laughs> I wouldn't have even considered you if Byron Montgomery hadn't insisted you're the perfect choice. And they cut to a shot of Byron 
looking smug as fuck in his too big suit. He has a suit that goes way over his his wrist, way too big of a suit. Byron looking so smug, I la I sh- I screamed laughter at Byron smugly laughing over there, and I <laughs> Byron Byron got his ass shipped out of state. Oh, so funny. Ezra takes a drink and kind of chuckles because he knows what's going on. And then we get another shot of Byron taking a smug, smug sip of his whiskey, whatever the fuck he's drinking. So funny. And basically, Byron is Ezra's A. And I put put in my notes, forget this A stuff, forget the liars. All I need is Byron being Ezra's A for the rest of the series. Just give me this. So after I got done laughing, I actually thought about it. This is incredibly, incredibly merciful. This is beyond what I thought Byron would even be capable of. I know we're supposed to be like, Byron's evil. He's getting in the way of true love. No, 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 no. Byron found out an adult human male, well over the age of 21, was dating his 15, 16-year-old daughter for a good year, doing God knows what. Instead of doing anything else, he gets him transferred to an associate dean position out of state. Byron got him a better position that will basically open the door for Ezra to do anything else in the future of his career. That is a huge move. Incredibly merciful. Incredibly generous. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Ezra does not leap at this opportunity to get him out of the mess that he has consistently reinserted himself into. I do not know what to say. Cut to Hannah and Caleb. Hannah's there with her arms folded. She, she's going to lay it out there as Caleb's like, what's going on? Uh, and she just lays it out there. She's like, I know, etc. And she tells Caleb about the money problems. She ta- she basically tells him pretty much everything about uh, what Asher did last season. Leaving out a few details, but basically saying, my mom stole money from the bank. And she's like, someone else knows. And she doesn't know who it is. Caleb thinks it's Jenna. But she says, I don't know who it is. And you're working on their phone. So Caleb is finally let into the loop. He, she doesn't use the word A. She doesn't, she doesn't actually say A, but she basically tells him everything else. So he is effectively in the loop. Uh, but like I said, he, his theory, if he was doing his own, Caleb watches PLLL, he would, he would think that Jenna was A. I don't think Jenna is head A, but uh, that's his theory. Come back to the uh, Holden Aria date, not to date. Um, he's like, hey, so what's up with that theater guy? And she's like, no Ezra talk. He's like, all right. Then take some shots of Pepsi. There's definitely chemistry here. Now, as they play air hockey, you can see them having, they enjoy each other's company. I don't think Arya has let go of Ezra yet by any means, but there's chemistry here. Uh, this was wild. I guess I should have assumed this. You know, Spencer, to me, is most, is the most bold person on the show, on our side, whatever that is. Caleb, I guess, is second place. He walks to Jenna's house. After hearing this information, he knocks on their damn door. What, what gusto. As if from hell itself... Tearing out of from nowhere, a cruiser pulls up. I was like, is this Garrett? Sure enough, Garrett on the cover pulls up. He's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm looking for Jenna. And then we see close-up shots of Garrett clutching his fist. Uh, He's holding his gun. I think we're supposed to believe that he is protecting A or Jenna, right? I think he's just jealous as F, and he thinks maybe Caleb is hooking up with Jenna. I don't know. Garrett is truly scary and a great example of toxic masculinity. Come back to Hannah. Uh, Spencer knocks on the door. She's apologizing. She's crying. And she's like, Spencer's like, Ace taking everything of me. I don't want them to take you too. And Hannah's like, you haven't. And they hug. So we feel like they made up a little bit. Uh, cut back to the Holden Aria date, not date. A server accidentally bumps into Holden. 
Um, and he kind of winces. So it's like a very like light hit, and, but he really, he winces. And we see for a very brief instant, a huge bruise on his right uh, hip. And he tells Arya, yeah, I was playing flag football, but she doesn't believe it. I don't believe it. Byron shows up and he's like, just don't say anything to Byron. I have a suspicion. It might be very triggering, upsetting if I'm right, so I'm not going to say it. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll find out. Uh, cut back to Hannah and Spencer. Um, Hannah's like, yeah, I was really mad, but actually I've seen Allie with this dark hair before. And folks, my goodness, just when I was losing steam a little bit, losing steam a little bit on the show, someone in that writer's room gives me, maybe Sarah Shepard did too, I don't know. But someone gives, gives me the gift. I'm so happy. I will sleep well tonight. Hannah's at a, st- a hairstylist, going to get her hair done, and there's a woman next to her. The stylist says, Vivian, it looks great. And he says to an assistant, hey, could you get Ms. Darkbloom some tea? I'm like, are you kidding me? Sure enough, we see who is Vivian Darkbloom, none other than Allie, Allison De Laurentiis. One of her aliases is Vivian Darkbloom, an amazing, amazing name. Again, witness protection. This is the name she must have used for her witness protection or for her own version of that to do it at her alleyway. Absolutely her alias as she went undercover. Uh, she just takes off a wig, which I don't know if they would do that as a stylist. Maybe they would, but it's very clearly she just takes off the wig in case we didn't believe it. Uh, she's like, yeah, I'm just trying it on, trying on a personality. So this is a flashback. Uh, cut back to the present. Thank God Spencer's there because Spencer's like, oh, that's uh, Vladimir Nabokov. I th- believe I have that name right. Feel free to correct me in the comments. Author of Lita. It's basically a uh, anagram of the author's name. Um, and apparently Hannah stole a book from Allie. And how convenient, uh, as Spencer flips through the book that Hannah stole from Allie, there's a little ticket in there from JNL. Uh, some sort of claim ticket. We have absolutely no idea what this is. I'm expecting to be season two's secret vault. I guess every season now we're going to have a secret vault of Allie's. Uh, next morning, I guess the next morning, Emily knocks on Maya's door, which I thought Maya lives 45 minutes away. Am I wrong? Uh, but anyway, she knocks on her door. She's like, hey, I want to stop by before school. Uh, okay, I guess that's an early morning for Emily. Or maybe it's after school. I don't know. But anyway, she knocks on the door and she says, hey, I'm sorry for how I reacted. It wasn't because it was a guy that I had that reaction. I was, I had a problem that it was anyone but me. So Emily says, that's not, not that you're... She basically says, the fact that you're bisexual doubles my competition. And Maya's like, don't worry. You're still you're still the one for me, etc. Uh, Maya says, I'm still still mad at Pam. Fair, as she should be. Uh, she leads, Ma- Maya leads Emily into, I guess this is her room? Her another room in the house in Radford? Or wherever she lives. And she made like a water-themed room. So there's like blue light and there's sh- shit hanging from the ceiling. Emily's very touched. And Maya has the perfect line. I did not write it down exactly, but she's like, I might live in, I might live in the gray, but about, you know, concerning you, it's crystal clear. I was like, hmm, it's a very good line, Maya. Uh, and she says, I love you, Emily. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a, they're dropping the L-bomb. And I was waiting because they have a smooch. And I was like, is Emily not going to say it? Thank God. Emily says, I love you too, Maya. Smooch town city. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. Once again, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it just to be safe. If Maya turns out to be part of A, I'll be so heartbroken. I don't see why she would be, although she might inadvertently do stuff now that Noel's tapped her phone, which sucks a lot. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold the faith that Maya is completely out of aced. And then we cut to Spencer calling JNL. Now, we don't really know what JNL does, but again, I, my theory is that it's a storage facility. And he says, uh, this guy's like, eh, they call JNL. 
And he's like, ask for the claim number, 0421, if that matters. And he's like, yeah, we still have it in, we still have it here, Ms. Dark Bloom, when you want to pick it up. And we don't hear Spencer's response. Knowing Spencer, she hopped in her car immediately and drove right to J&L, wherever that is. Cut to the hallway. Uh, Noel comes by and says, made my day. We all know Noel was part of this. We all know Noel did this. But Hannah's like, what's going on? All the other liars approach her. Hannah's like, you're going to be in so much trouble, et cetera, et cetera. And we find out that someone took a photo, a, a nude photo of Kate in the locker room and sent it to all of Hannah's contacts, I guess. We don't know if it's actually on Hannah's phone or not, but definitely from her phone number. I put in my notes, Noel. But then I was like, wait a minute. If we backtrack to that locker room scene, it had to be someone who would get into the locker room, get into the locker without a lock, and do the photo and send it out, right, from, from Hannah's phone. And it's not like the photo has obviously censored for freeform broadcast, you know, ABC Family. But it's not like it's a selfie, you know what I mean? So it's not like, I'm, what I'm saying is Kate didn't do this unless she is, I don't know why she would agree to this. But I don't think Kate did this, right? If someone did this from about where Spencer was standing. So it's that position in the locker room. Had to be Mona. It had to be Mona. I mean, I don't, I don't think this is Jenna's style. So Mona and Noel are at it again, I guess. And you could even make a case, Mona, this is a terrible, terribly violating, right? This is terrible. You can make a case that Mona is getting revenge on Kate for Hannah. Like, I could see Mona rationalizing this behavior. Like, you did something terrible to Hannah. This is my revenge on her behalf. Of course, sending it from Hannah's phone doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really track with that, but I could see maybe a rationalization for that. Um, and then for our post credit scene, you know, I've been kind of joking about these. This one was, I mean, I, I predicted we'd be upping the stakes here. Someone's in Peter Hastings' office. They break into his little drawer, and they take out a gun. What the? They got a gun? Is someone going to get shot in the season finale? Holy shit. So what do we think here, folks? Well, as I said at the top, things are going hog wild here. I feel a little, I feel a little chaotic right now. I feel like we're getting a lot of new stuff here at the, near the end of the season. I'm not quite sure what we're trying to aim for here. Still on the Noel Mona bandwagon as far as A goes. Lucas is going to lay low. We'll see him probably before the end of the season. Clearly going to have a Garrett-Caleb showdown. I think Garrett's out of A. At least he at least he is out of some part of the loop. Yeah, and I guess we'll, you know, uh, Chekhov's gun, right? Is it Chekhov's gun? Um, if you see a gun at the beginning of the play, well, it's going to be used. So someone's, someone's getting shot. Jesus, this show. Yeah, I'll pick the stakes. So we have f- six episodes left. So we're going to be gearing up for some sort of maybe see, maybe uh, end of end of the season, or I should say end of the school year event where probably a graduation party, right? Or some end of the school year party. And something's going to go down. So um, one other quick note before I go. I also had the realization that these end credit scenes may not always be A. Because the person opening this drawer in the Hastings house doesn't have to be A. It could be Ian. could be Melissa. Um, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily A all the time. So, I mean, I guess we'll find out <laughs> who, who has the gun and who they shoot. We have very clear targets based on who it is, you know. Garrett doesn't need to do this, so unfortunately Garrett is probably clean. But yeah, I guess we'll find out. And keep in mind the Melissa Kate connection. I don't think we should discount that. Uh, I've been Chris. Uh, you can see me. Uh, you can see me. You can follow me on Instagram at Magoogs. Twitter until I'm sick of Elon Musk at Magoogs. Kids are twitching at Mac to the gal. Yeah, more to come. Trudging my way to the season finale. We're going to get there, folks. And we're going to get some answers. Maybe. <laughs>
All right, I said too much. 